Happy Friday, theater lovers. This week's guest is Sam Reagan. We chat about balancing night shift in theater, why Mrs. Potts was a match for her, Disneyland, and like a lot about migraines. Sam is bubbly, sweet, just a little ball of sunshine to chat with. Although I should mention there's a smidge of foul language in this one, ironically. So shield your children accordingly. On with the show. Okay, so welcome. Thank oh, you. I guess I should have asked you, do you prefer Sam or Samantha? It does not matter. Okay. Usually the theater, Ian goes with Sam. He thinks Sam Reagan sounds better than Samantha Reagan. So usually it's Sam Reagan at the theater. Sam Reagan. And my sister's name is Sam. So if I accidentally call you Sammy, I apologize. Oh, that's... that's what I call my sister. It happens. So, uh... I'll try not to make it weird, but yeah. So, so welcome, welcome, Sam, to the Sarnia Famous podcast. I, Thanks. I'm flipping delighted to have you here. We've been trying, yeah. for <laughs> like, I don't know. It feels like a long time, couple months at yeah. least. I'm um, a very busy human being. <laughs> no kidding, no kidding. You are. Yeah. Uh, speaking of busy, y'all are right in the middle of Beauty and the Beast. Yes. How is that going? It is going phenomenally. I was a little nervous tech week, but you always know if you have a really, like, nervous tech week, it's going to be a great show, and it's just been a great show so far. Like, we have an outstanding cast. Um, It's just been amazing so far. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like a woman of little words today because I'm tired. (laughs) Are you? Yeah, you're saying that you've taken time off during the show which I thought yeah, yeah. was I took brilliant. Yes. I could not be a nurse and be Mrs. Potts <laughs> at the same time. No kidding. I, I don't know like if there's any job really that you can do and do a a, a big musical like that. Never yeah. mind a nurse for heaven's sake. Yeah, I did it for something rotten and it was a little too much. I, uh-huh. it wasn't possible. No. <laughs> Oh, you just crumple into a ball of goo at the yeah, end Yeah, and then I also had COVID, like, right before we moved into the theater. So, like, it was, I lost all the stamina I built up for those big tap numbers. So it oh, was no. just something rotten finished. And I was like, and we start back up again. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. So do you thrive on being busy for the most part then, or is it something... I say that I don't, but I totally do. Um, (laughs) I'm a very introverted person, so I need, like, my time off. But, like, I do not like having nothing to do. It bugs me. (laughs) Um, Like, before the pandemic happened, like, I was in school full-time. I had my part-time job as a PSW, and I also did shows constantly. So I basically was only home on, like, Tuesdays and Thursday nights and then every other day of the week I was completely busy so I thrive on I guess chaos yeah. <laughs> and those Tuesday and Thursday nights where you're sitting on the couch going okay now what now what am I gonna do or were you like, collapsing um, I I mean I guess those were like my boyfriend's visitation rights oh right uh, <laughs> <laughs> throw in a boyfriend there too Oh, yeah. And attempting to have, like, a social life and everything. It was it was great. And study and do homework and, yeah. <laughs> a whole bunch of stuff. Now it's a little, now that I have a full-time set job, it's a little less crazy. But, like, I find on my days off, I still have to, like, go to either HomeSense or Winners to make it feel like I'm doing something. Yeah. <laughs> Um, it makes me think of when, uh, during, during the pandemic, when they shut down those stores, cause I'm the same kind of person. Like I, I like to go, go, go. And if I have a day mm-hmm. off, I'll go and stroll in a store so that I feel productive. And when exactly. you couldn't even do that, I was like, what am I, what am I going to do? It Walk around boring. in my living room. And <laughs> my sister and I used to do like weekly trips to winners and then the pandemic hit and we're like, what is like. No, that was like my mental health. Like I needed winners. <laughs> Absolutely. Winners is so good because it's just like everything. There's house stuff. Yeah. There's like the occasional fitness thing. There's some clothes exactly. here. There's a nice candle. Like it's everything mm-hmm. in one little place. Everything you could ever need in one place and snacks. 
They have yeah. good snacks. They do. <laughs> they have snacks that make me feel like I'm having junk food, but I, that I'm also fancy at the same time. Yeah. They're bougie snacks. And Thank you. Yes. <laughs> bougie snacks. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. I'm, I'm going to go two winners when we're done this chat so I could get me some boozy snack. Boozy. Bougie. Oh, there's the cold. Not some boozy snacks. Bougie. Well, um. I mean, LCBO's right there, too. So you can get some boozy snacks. I mean, uh, while I'm there, I might as well. <laughs> Um, anyway, back to theater stuff. So, uh, no kidding when you said, like, I was doing theater all the time. Like, uh, you've been in, yeah. in just about everything. I think A the lot. the first show that I saw you in was uh, Evil Dead. Oh, and that's was... a few shows back. That's exactly. <laughs> my middle career of theater starting <laughs> Yeah, I've been pretty much doing theater constantly since grade eight. I never, I was a sports kid, which is weird because my mom has a background with um, opera singing and my dad used to own a music store, but we were always sports kids and go, go, go. I played hockey, soccer, I did kung fu. And then I had a teacher force us and force was is the right word, um, oh to sing in grade, I think it was grade seven, which is funny because it was Adam Miller, who I just did something rotten with, which was actually kind of funny. I'm like, you do realize I'm here today because you. He forced us to sing in class, and I sing a high school musical song, and he's like, like, you're good. I'm <laughs> like, okay. And he's like, you need to audition for the talent show, and I was like, no. <laughs> and then he forced me to sing uh the talent show, and then here we are. Uh, <laughs> been a good long run so far. Um, I got stuck on Kung Fu, and I want to hear more mm-hmm. about Kung Fu, please. I did uh, Kung Fu at the YMCA for a few years. I actually ended up not furthering doing it because I ended up going more for hockey, and I was with mm-hmm. ho- goalie hockey. I played travel hockey. We did it at the YMCA for a few years. I did one tournament where I think I came in second place. And it, yeah, it was it was really fun. It was nice to do. I mean, if anyone tries to pick a fight with me, I might retain some of it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was it was really cool. Actually, a few people we were talking about it um, in the cast the other day. Um, my boyfriend's helping push the castle on and off um, the stage. And um, Madame de la Grande Bouche also. We were talking about how we all took Kung Fu at the Y with uh, George de Guzman. It was a good time. <laughs> that just, uh, yeah, that sounds awesome. <laughs> I like that you say I might retain some of it if someone yeah. takes a fight. I mean, as, as a nurse, I do occasionally get some fists thrown my way. And I do retain a bit of self-defense. So, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> So sometimes you, you never know. It's just your reaction. I had one lady hit, try to hit me once and I blocked her. And I was like, don't do that, please. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then you were so polite. Like, please don't hit me because I'll come <laughs> through your ass. If only, but no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, I, I, we do not fully understand nor appreciate nurses. The more I learn, the more I marvel at what y'all yeah put up with and achieve on a daily basis i mean there is a lot of negativity but there's a lot of good that comes from it too i have one grandpa left so i kind of just see them as my grandparents and i kind of i treat them as such so to me it's very heartwarming being able to be there for them because some of them don't have family and they don't have anyone to take care of them so getting to be there for them and making them smile on a day-to-day basis. Even just, I'm very, um, I'm an eccentric nurse, so I like to wear very, my outfits really go with the holidays, and I have this one gentleman who's just, like, overjoyed to see what I'm going to be wearing next. (laughs) And I'm like, me putting on a t-shirt that's has like ghosts or something on it or putting on a whole Christmas ensemble can make someone's day, then I'm just willing to do it. <laughs> Absolutely. I love that. Um, so well, then, it makes me happy too. You yeah. can't be upset when you're wearing jingle bells, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can, but it won't last long. No. <laughs> so do you work primarily with, with seniors then? 
Yeah, I work at a nursing home. Oh, so okay. uh, I work on a smaller unit. So I have, I think about right now, I have about 16 to 20 um, residents that I spend most of my time with. But when I'm on night shift, I have up to 60. Wow. So, wow. There's yeah. There's a lot of things <laughs> in that sentence that just blew my mind. One night shift, because I am not a night person. I'm not either, but it allows me to do theater. So that's kind of why I went with the night timeline. I work nights and days, so I have two weeks a month where I'm a vampire, and then the other two where I'm on my normal days, so I can still do rehearsals on, on the evenings and stuff, so I still get my creative outlet. So when would a night shift shift start so that you could go to a rehearsal? So during something rotten, I would say something rotten was probably the worst because we'd be, do these really long, tap-heavy rehearsals, mm-hmm. and I'd be, like, going home, dripping sweat, I'd have 15 minutes to shower, and then I'd have to go to work. That is not so a good way to start a shift. Oh, no, it was good. I, I was awake. I guess. <laughs> um, I was clean. <laughs> I, I was suppose <laughs> But yeah, we only do eight-hour shifts, so my nights are 11 to 7, but I usually get there around 10, 20, so I can let my people that I cover for, so they can get out right at 11, so they don't have to stay, so. <laughs> You're just like a super nice human all around, it sounds like. Well, that's why I got Mrs. Potts, is because I'm a nice person, <laughs> and that's kind of the motherly role. It's very interesting, because this is the first role where I've been like, not that my other roles weren't caring, but, like, all my other roles are kind of women of ill repute. Um, <laughs> and then now I'm Mrs. Potts, which is probably, like, the most well-reputed woman that I possibly could be. Like, so, <laughs> it's very, um, it, yeah, it's been very different, because normally, like, the first role I had at Theatre Sarnia, I was a stripper. And you'd think, like, man, it can't go downhill from there. But then I was Nancy and Oliver, and she was a prostitute. So <laughs> so you could. You could go from there. Yeah, and then I was a gypsy whore. And then, like, it's just... <laughs> <laughs> All leading up to Mrs. Potts. Mrs. Potts. <laughs> and, yeah, so we've just kind of... We're, we're going, uh, getting a little cleaner, I guess. <laughs> So, uh, so in what in other ways do you do you relate to Mrs. Potts? Like, do you tell, just, tell me more about that? It's definitely like I feel my my nurse side coming out, um, especially like when interacting with Chip, because in a way, like dealing with people or dealing with the elderly and dementia is very similar. They kind of re- revert back into child-esque behaviors most of them don't but some of them do so it's kind of very much like I'm just kind of being myself at work while I'm being Mrs. Potts maybe a little bit more happy um (laughs) a little bit more giggly than um I would be at work but it's very much similar to work for me I just yeah how we interact on stage so There's that. I just kind of, like, even backstage, I like to just help people. Like, poor Belle got locked out of the theater yesterday morning. She spilt Red Bull on her pants. Sorry, Erin. And she she didn't have anything to drink, so I ended up getting her, like, a Starbucks drink. Um, I bought the girls, like, a care package for her dressing room where there's, like, potato chips, licorice, pickles, again, for Erin. And, like, just, like, little things like bobby pins and... Q-tips, just things that I think we'll need or will come in handy throughout the run. Just because it always sucks when you don't have something. You're like, oh, crap. <laughs> like, I need this. I'm like, oh, I got it. <laughs> so then, you know, most per- people when they're saying, oh, it's like work to me or like being at work, there would be kind of a maybe not negative connotation, but um, just that that feeling of work but to you there's like a twinkle in your eye there's a yeah there's a I, a joy I really there like, I really like caring for people like I don't know I again it just has to do with I just like making people happy and making people smile and like if I can just do one little thing to change someone's day that's I'll do it 
I mean, it does take a lot out of you, but you know what? I, I kind of learned a lesson um, before I started my nursing career. You never know what's going on behind someone. You just kind of see how they react to it around you. You don't know what they're going through. So if you can make it just a little bit better, then it, I feel like I have to do it. Like, <laughs> it just is how it is. <laughs> Absolutely. That is a, an important lesson to learn in life. Mm -hmm. I remember when I learned that lesson, it was like a great veil had been lifted. Like, oh, crap, I don't yeah. know why that person is grumpy or exactly like you never know. Having. Yeah, my um, when I actually saw I went to school for theater originally. This was oh, before. Cool. This is when Sam thought she was squeamish about blood. <laughs> um, <laughs> she's not, by the way, found that out. Um, but I finished theater school. I actually had the intention of furthering my degree in England. Um, I was accepted to uh, the University of Gloucestershire, which I didn't do because, oh my gosh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but my cousin ended up passing away and... I got the news that I was accepted into that program. My grandpa was diagnosed with Alzheimer's all on the day of my cousin's funeral, and oh he God. passed when he was very young. And how I learned that lesson, like, you don't know what's going on, is my sister and I ended up going to work that day because there really wasn't, we needed that, like, distraction and what to do. And... There was, it was just a really, it was not a good day for kind of anyone at the bar. Um, one of the bartenders kind of snapped at my sister because he had something going on. And she just kind of fully broke down because of what happened. And he had no idea. Yeah, yeah. Just You kind of have to just treat people with kindness because you never know what's going on behind the closed doors. Yeah, exactly. so, <laughs> you never know what's happening with someone. So, uh, Yeah, I'm sorry that there were some pretty terrible things that happened to you around that lesson. Yeah. But I mean, I'm making the best of it, right? Yeah. Like it brought me to my nursing career. I'm still enjoying my theater. Th terrible things do happen. Just try to make the best. Like I don't try, I'm trying not to be overly positive or put forth po toxic positivity, but I just try to make the best out of every situation. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to interrupt you. Were you going to say something? Oh, no, that's okay. Uh, I honestly don't remember. Again, <laughs> my brain. <laughs> the show yesterday, it was like, oh, boy. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, we were all very, very tired. <laughs> so what was yeah. yesterday? How many shows? Um, we've done four so far, and then we have five left. We have our wonderful school matinee, which our call time is 8 a.m. Ooh. And then uh, we have Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. So we've got five left. So you guys are not even halfway through, and you're no. already going, whoo! And... Well, I mean, I get to sleep the next two days, so we're just, and maybe hit up winners. That'll be good. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> the winter therapy. Winter therapy will be good. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been really good so far, so I'm hoping we get to pick right back up. We have a student show. Um, I believe our student show sold out, and then our other four shows are pretty dang close to being all sold out. I'm not surprised. So, that is such a beloved show and such a exactly. great cast. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of awesome because I know um, we do have a lot of fresh theater members who haven't been a part of Theater Sarnia before. Oh, cool. But a lot of us in the main cast are so connected. Like, five plus years, I have a connection with almost everyone other than Gaston. But we've done a few things in the past year, so we know each other relatively well, too. So last time I was in Beauty and the Beast, I believe, was 2011. Um, and I was Madame de la Grande Bouche, and Brenna, who plays Madame de la Grande Bouche this time, was also in it with me. Oh, wow. Uh, Taylor Hartwick, who plays Babette, was Cogsworth. She's also my best friend, so shout out to Taylor. Um, <laughs> and then I went to theater school with Brody. So I've known Brody since high school, and we've done our theater through high school. I've been doing shows with Brent since 2016 when we were in Rock of Ages together, and Jackie, our director, I, I was a stripper with Jackie, so like we've pretty much every 
lead character is very well intertwined with one another, um, as well as Aaron. Aaron Brody and I did Les Mis. I believe that was back in 2011 as well. So we're all like, we all have like really good stage experience and good chemistry with each other. So it's honestly been a treat working with everyone. I think it'd probably be a treat for people to see as well. I hadn't yeah. thought of that in terms of the connectivity of the cast and how yeah. that comfort would really show. When you said Brent's name just then, I remembered we have a new segment on the show. Thanks to Brent. Ooh. So we're going to take a little deviation if you don't mind. Oh, yeah. No, that's totally cool. So for uh, my birthday, I mean the show's birthday... <laughs> Brent gave me a game called which, which One? I don't know if you can see that. It's probably back. Oh, okay. It's like a which would you rather kind of scenario. Oh. So question one is red or blue? Which color do you prefer? Those are like two of my favorite colors. I'm going to go with blue. Blue. Because blue's been since I was a child. So far, everyone <laughs> that I've played this game with has chosen blue. Isn't that interesting? And yeah. I think we're up to four people. <laughs> okay, so now I am going to read two options, and you're okay. going to choose one of the two options, and you're going to explain why you prefer that one over the other. Is that cool? Okay. All right. That is cool. <clears throat> this is so much fun for me. Um, would you, which one would you prefer to never, ever wear trousers again, or... Imagine your most embarrassing moment every time you close your eyes. <laughs> hmm. I'm trying to think of embarrassing moments. Like, <laughs> I feel like my life is just one giant big embarrassing moment. So, like, really? Um, so, trousers. Are we talking, like, just... This is what packed pants or am I allowed to wear shorts still see this is what I'm thinking like I almost want to go on the google and find out what track like I feel like if if they had put pants then yeah but I feel like what trousers to me are is like a like a sensible pantsuit but like fancier you know like a pleat guess, on the front you know what I guess I would still I would trousers I think is like maybe a wide category like pants I think I would definitely have to choose the embarrassing moment thing because it would keep me humble. Wow. Um, and, I mean, I got thick thighs. I don't need them rubbing together. <laughs> so I'm going to choose the embarrassing moment. It'll keep me humble and I won't have chafed thighs. <laughs> I love that answer that is such a beautiful answer because i was like well no more trousers for me friends well like i mean yeah i mean i don't like i mean i'm very weird like when i sleep i have to either have pajama pants on or even if i'm wearing like pj shorts when i go to bed i have to stick the blanket between my legs because i don't like my legs to touch i think that would bother me way more than being embarrassed fair enough <laughs> like and, uh, like embarrassment to me is like the worst feeling and I feel like I, I'm sneaky enough I'd find a trousers loophole but I absolutely yeah. ado adore your your answer that you wanted you be <laughs> to be humble I love that I guess so, keeps me humble <laughs> I love this so thank you again Brent for yes, our new se segment which one I just love that game <laughs> I still I, I think back to the very first time I played it and I tell this story too often. I'm sorry for people who listen to the show all the time. <laughs> but I played with Max Major, and his question oh, yeah. was, um, never watch TV again or have a house-sized hamster. And he was like, oh, hamster all the way. Hamster, 100%. I agree with Max. Really? Oh, yeah. man. I just think... Could you, you could save so much money on gas. With... <laughs> You're gonna gonna ride your hamster everywhere. Oh, I would I would ride that hamster absolutely. <laughs> I didn't even Be think like of it. Golden compass, get me like a nice saddle for the hamster. Let's go. <laughs> I like on my the TV. <laughs> ah! Max knows his stuff. Okay. <laughs> oh my god, I can't shake 
the visual of a hamster with a saddle just like yeah. taking you off to the, be awesome. the nursing home for your shift. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, my word. The and gift that keeps on giving. the residents with such joy. Just be a giant. <laughs> we need to get on this. Get the science. <laughs> um, so that, again, I was like, no, I'll take, I'll take the, I'll take the TV hit. Too funny. Too <laughs> funny. So, uh, so once you've recovered from Beauty and the Beast, do you know what's next on the docket? I'm very, very intrigued by Tarzan. Mm-hmm. I want to see how it's going to be done. I think it's going to be a very interesting process. I don't know. I don't know if I need a break or not yet. So I'm kind of on the fence about it. But if not, I've heard some rumors about next season, and there's definitely some things I'm interested in. Uh-huh. That I can't I can't say. I know you can't say. And they're just rumors, a blooming. But yeah, there's something I'm very interested to do again. Again, ha! Only I can. Oh, this is torture for me. Now I'm going to be going through all of the plays you've been in and be like, which one will it be? Oh, yes. torture, torture, torture. <laughs> uh, it's so funny that you said, I'm not sure if I'm ready for a break yet, when it sounds like you, you very seldom give yourself breaks in yeah. between stuff. I mean, I know when I need to become antisocial. And My boyfriend is very um, forgiving with it, which is good. Um, he knows when Sam needs to be left alone because she'll get grumpy. Um, <laughs> but, like... I'm, I do make sure I get my rest because, yeah. like, as again, I may seem like I'm an extrovert, but I am really an introvert. I need that recharge time. I need to be alone in my room for, like, a good couple hours, even after work or, like, I'm sure the week after the show, I'm just going to be in, like, a little closet mm-hmm. wrapped in obnoxious amounts of blankets with a book <laughs> for a good week after the show, so... That sounds nice. It's not two or three. It's paradise. I'm like, I need to read more. I've got like this stack of like, I don't even know, like maybe 15 unread books on my (laughs) bedside table that I'm like, I need to read these. And then I'll probably end up going Christmas shopping or something and buy more books because why not add to the pile? (laughs) So uh, I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm a a librarian. So you just said the magic word. And I want to know, like, what kind of books you like to read. So when I I used to read, so it's actually really interesting. My reading has progressed very interestingly. When I was in grade eight, I was actually only at a grade three reading level. I had a lot of difficulty with reading. So I found at a Scholastic Book Fair, I'm a huge Johnny Depp fan. I love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And they came out with these little Jack Sparrow books. And they told his story before, like, when he was a kid. So I read those. And I remember my at my parent-teacher conference, um, the teacher said, like, she shouldn't be reading stuff like that because it's going to make her reading worse. And... My parents are like, well, she likes these books. She's actually reading. Like, she's going to continue to read these books. So I ended up at, so that was like the first grade. You do like two reading assessments, at least you used to, a year. So I was in grade three reading level. And then I actually progressed to the highest. I think it was a grade nine reading level by the end of that year. Because of all thanks to Jack Sparrow. Um, <laughs> Captain, sorry. Pardon Captain me. <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> but um, I took a, I did take a break because I read a lot in high school. I obviously, I'm like one of the biggest Harry Potter nerds. I just went to Universal Studios and it was the greatest moment of my entire life. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but I kind of took a break because I went to theater school. So it was a lot of heavy musical reading, play reading. It was a lot of reading. And then I did nursing school. So then that was a lot of medical textbooks reading and, like, a lot of theory. So I didn't really start reading again until, like, I saw an 
ad for these books on um, Instagram, like these stories people were posting. Um, it's called A Court of Thorn and, and Roses. Oh, yeah. And I've never read adult books before. I'll just say them as adult books. And it's, it's funny because it's a retelling of Beauty and the Beast. Um, <laughs> and that's all I've been really reading. I've been reading all of the Sarah J. Mass books. Um, I read um, of Blood and Ash, which is another adult book. Um, but I like the adult fantasy kind of realm. And I like, like, I used to read when I was in high school, I read, like, books about vampires and stuff, obviously, um, at the time of Twilight. Um, yeah, and all that how stuff. could you avoid like, it? <laughs> yeah, you, you couldn't avoid it when it came out, and I loved it. So <laughs> I'm now reading, I really like the fantasy genre, though I have, I do like mysteries as well. So I'm very much adult fantasy um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and mysteries. And then I also really like young adult books as well, like, my other favorite book series is Percy Jackson. Mm. I absolutely love um, Greek mythology, which is cool because I just started reading um, a series called A Touch of Darkness. I just finished the first book, and it's a retelling of Hades and Persephone, but it's also an adult book. So it's like <laughs> the mixture of Sam's adult likes and Sam's childhood likes into one. Yeah, that's kind of the books that I've been reading right now. <laughs> so. I love that. That's such a great story, and I, I love that your parents were like, uh, no, thank you, she's reading, so let's keep exactly. you going. Because that is, it's a huge thing, just to get an interest in it, and then you keep well, on going. Exactly, and well, like, everyone's different, right? And that's, like, a big thing, like, back when I was in school, a lot of, there wasn't a lot of work into going through kids' different learning styles, so what worked for me probably wouldn't have worked for someone else, but I'm glad I had the support from my parents who kept buying me those books. They're still on my bookshelf. Um, <laughs> and, like, now I could probably read those books in, like, an hour. Like, they're, <laughs> they're very small reads. But, like, a lot of people don't have that support or they don't know that's the way they need to go. So, oh my gosh, I want to talk more about books, but I'll try to, like... I know. I, um, <laughs> me and one of the silly girls, uh, Sierra... It was really funny. At intermission, we just went off with one another, and uh, Taylor and Michaela, uh, one of the other silly girls, were like, oh my god, and we're just like, books, and they're like, you nerds, and we're like, it's fine. You just don't understand. It could be hours talking. That's, yeah, as soon as someone, especially on this show, I, I love theater stuff, too. Um, it's like, two of my favorite things, right? But as soon as someone says mm -hmm. the magic word books, I'm like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> I do want to talk to you, though, about, and, and I don't know if I mentioned this before uh, we started, um, <laughs> my laptop, we got, like, about 45 minutes to an hour tops before it will mm -hmm. possibly shut down. So, um oh. Uh, if we get to that point and I'm like, okay, yeah. nice talking to you. That's just <laughs> not you. It's the computer yeah. almost. But I wanted to talk to you about your trip because we chatted a yes. bit about it by messenger, but. Uh, yeah. So I went to Disney for the first time in forever. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was super excited. Um, I got a really good tax return. So I'm like, no, we're just doing it. My sister and her boyfriend, um, came with me so we did Universal and everything and then we had a day off and uh, this hurricane decided hey the two days that you have tickets for Disney I'm gonna sh make it so they have to shut down the park yeah. so we were like I kind of just I don't know this new mentality I have um, excuse my language but it's kind of just like fuck it yeah <laughs> I was in Disney, and I'm like, you know what, if this hurricane hits and I'm meant to die, I at least went to Hogwarts before. I might have not have made it to Disney, but I drove by it. I'm in the general vicinity of it. If something happens, it's fine. Um, we ended up spending three days in the hotel, kind of just farting around, um, playing Uno, which was kind of hilarious. We played Uno Dare, drank some... Uh, I almost said fire whiskey. Is that what it's called? Fireball. There we go. I'm, I'm went to Harry Potter. Um, <laughs> um, and we ended up uh, making it, we had an extra day planned. We were going to do two days at Magic Kingdom, a day at, Ep I think a day at Epcot and a day at Hollywood Studios. 
we ended up slamming. We had Mickey's Not So Scary on the Friday night, so we did Hollywood Studios during the day. We did Magic Kingdom all day Saturday. Between those two days, we did almost every single ride at Magic Kingdom part. I got to make my very expensive, beautiful lightsaber and my droids. So we ended up getting everything we really wanted to do. We just missed out on Epcot. Oh, so yes, I'm gonna have to go back. Darn. Epcot was my favorite. Shoot, you have to go back. That's really oh, I know. Darn. Shucks. <laughs> but yeah, I definitely. I mean, it sucks that the hurricane happened, but I think we ended up in like the most safe part of Florida that we could have been in. Mm. Or it, to, it did go directly over us. I might have slept through it. Um, wow. <laughs> Um, my sister, I think, has some videos, which I don't think I've even seen yet, but, yeah, we still managed to do everything. Our days at Disney were absolutely beautiful. There was, like, no humidity. The sun was shining. It was still hot as heck, but we were able to get everything we wanted to do in, and, like, if you have the money, you gotta do it, because it really is the most magical place on Earth. <laughs> so do you sleep through things often? Um, yeah, I kind of just... No, I like to nap. <laughs> um, okay, well, I really, good. I really like to sleep. I mean, we also kind of got a cold while we were there, so I was oh. on cold medicine, so I kind of just may have purposely knocked myself out just not to deal with it. Um, That's not a bad <laughs> approach. No, it's not a bad approach. My sister was anxious throughout, and I just didn't have to be anxious. I just woke up in the morning, went downstairs, got my Mickey waffles, and we were okay. <laughs> Had me a good sleep, having some Mick waffles we got going on the day. We were good. We were good to go. I love that. So, highlight was, I I heard something about a very expensive lightsaber. You made a lightsaber? I made a lightsaber at Savvy's Workshop. Was it way too much money? Yes. Was it totally worth it? A hundred percent. It was honestly the most cool experience. Like... They had the actors in there. This guy did a speech. I do have a video that I haven't posted yet. I'm sure after being the Beast, I'll be having a lot more missing of my Disney trip. But it was honestly incredible. Like, you pick your hilt. You pick which style you want. It's just, you got to kind of see it. So I will post it eventually. Okay. Uh, my sister's boyfriend was really awesome and videotaped me the entire time. Oh, so, cool. like, there's little videos of, like, me turning my lightsaber on for the first time with everyone else in the room that chose theirs. Like, it was so freaking cool. And then we also made droids, and we all got droids, so we have little droid parties, and they interact with one another. We have little droid socials. Um, Like, if you're a big nerd, you have to go to Hollywood Studios because it is, like, stepping in to the world. It is so magical. Like, I just cried. Like, we walked right on to Rise of Resistance, and I just bawled the entire time. Like, I, I'm a crier. I will cry when I'm happy. I will cry when I'm sad. I will cry when I'm frustrated. Like, any emotion, I pretty much cry. So, <laughs> except so when I'm a nurse, I turn off my, <laughs> turn off the crying emotion when I'm a nurse. But, like, even, like, the show, like, right before Being the Beast, when I see Erin come out in her dress, like, I'm almost bawling. Oh like, <laughs> I'm like, you can't cry. You have to sing a song. <laughs> wow. And when Chip runs on stage at the end, I am almost in tears, too. Like, I'm like, oh, control yourself. And <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> Keep it together. <laughs> but, yeah, it's it was, like, I have to go back to Disney, and I want to spend a bit more time. And I'd like to go back to Universal, too, just to spend a bit more time in Diagon Alley. So, but, yeah. This was a good recon trip for you. Yeah. So then when you go back, you'll know where you need to spend Yeah, kind of what I need to do. Yeah. And... I know, like, I ended up getting, I suffer from migraines, so I kind of know, like, I had enough medication, so, like, I think it was only, like, an hour or two each day at the park, one would try to get me, and I ended up, uh, it was actually kind of funny, well, we were sitting in, um, by Gaston's Tavern when I got my one migraine, and the songs from the show, the instrumental tracks were, like, playing in the background, and I'm eating, like, my turkey leg. And I'm just, like, practicing my harmonies while waiting for this migraine med to kick in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
so sorry. Somebody as as somebody who suffers from migraines and is taking her nieces to Disney in the very near future. Was it the loudness of the music that got you? Um, not even. I just have a lot of triggers, so I have so many. It's hard to kind of prevent them. It, for me, I think it's making sure you're eating every uh, two hours. Yeah, yeah. You need to eat and you need to hydrate. I was really good with my hydration. It was just not eating. Yeah. Like, when we were at Universal, I was like, hey, we need to eat, like, every two hours. Like, honestly, start a timer on your phone. Just go get a snack. But um, we didn't eat, I think, at uh, Universal. We ate at the morning, like, at whatever time. And then we went to the park. Well, we didn't have lunch till, like, almost 2 o'clock. Yeah. um, At the Leaky Cauldron, which was absolutely delicious. Um. But making sure you eat because you're in the sun for so long, you need to make sure you have things to cool yourself down. Like, I have my specific meds. I have my um, preventative meds that I take every single day. And then I have my breakthrough stuff. Yeah. And then making sure you know your limits and preventing, like, if you feel something it is trying to start, like, you need to nip it in the bud right away or else you're going to be miserable. Yeah. It is interesting how people with migraines more I get to know other people how it's trigger based right like yeah and you just have to know your own it can be hormones it can be dehydration it can be light it can be sound it can be oh I turned my neck too fast now now it it literally could be anything Anything, yeah 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 and And, if you've never had a migraine because I I don't know if you've had this experience people be like oh just go have an Advil and calm down yeah like, more than Advil, okay? Yeah, Advil don't do shit for me. <laughs> uh, no. I, I was to the point, actually, during Heather's, I was really scared that I was going to get one for the show because at that point, they were at their height. I was actually uh. frequenting the hospital every other month because I would have a migraine that was so bad that I was in so much pain and I couldn't take meds because everything that I came into my body just came right back out. You, they're like, just take that. And you're like, mm, but when you can't take things orally, you don't have a lot of options. Yeah, it's yeah. usually ice and sleeping until it goes away. Yeah, we had to really. Um, I worked a lot with my doctor, and I did a lot of my own research to like find out what I needed. So like, I have so many breakthrough options. I have a lot of nausea medications yeah. as well yeah. because I don't now with the slightest amount of pain it's like my body automatically reacts to nausea yeah so and then it's a vicious cycle when you're puking and then you're puking your blood's rushing to your head which is then causing more pain and it's just like the vicious circle of life yes of the life of a migraine sufferer for me i all of what you're saying is extremely relatable that the Mm -hmm. turning point was when my doctor put in the request for me to get botox so see I'm that's what I'm working on and I still have to go think through. I want to move forward. Oh, you have to jump through so, so many hoops. It probably took me about 10 years to be honest before yeah. I was approved for it, but well, it's a, it's I a started I'm on my second proactive measure drug. So the first one they put me on was an antidepressant which was during Heather's which was probably the worst time of my life to be on it because I again you know I've told you I'm a very busy person I had like two nights off a week that's it I didn't notice any of the warning signs like the ones that everyone exhibits like the nausea the tiredness because I was always go 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 yeah well I skipped to the most severe side effect which is suicidal ideation and when you're doing a show based on suicide oh no it was a very difficult time for me and I do like to talk about this so people know like trying to find the right meds and especially when you're playing with meds that alter your brain's yep. chemistry yep. you need to know when it's like okay this is not the med for me I need to get off of this properly which luckily I I was in school for nursing so I knew that I was like okay during Heather's I actually stopped taking my medication I started um titrating myself down off of it because it was getting scary like I almost didn't go on for the second show of Heather's if it wasn't for Kristen who said Sam you need to go downstairs right now and you need Brent to tell you jokes so 
the reason I finished that run in that show was because of Brent. So another shout out to Brent because we love Brent. Um, <laughs> but I do like people, I do like to talk about this. And I know I've talked about it with Danielle as well, um, who's very um, forward with her um, platform with mental health as well. You, It is good to share your story because Absolutely. there are people like everyone has mental health struggles, yep. but I was never someone being on a medication it's like a different thing like I should have been the happiest I could ever been Veronica was my dream role is all I one of the roles that I would literally kill for and I wasn't I was going through this whole struggle while doing the show and like now when I look back on it I barely remember it and it was supposed to be like the happiest time of my life and that's I was trying to prevent me from getting sick during it and I ended up getting worse from it yeah yeah Yeah. I am so grateful that you're comfortable talking about it It is it's a personal Mm -hmm. philosophy too I'm I'm never hesitant to talk about these things for the exact same reason because you don't know who else is currently struggling with it and if I can help one person by helping them either with their migraine journey or being on a medication because a lot of meds that we use for mental health can also be used for chronic pain and other issues and a lot of people don't realize that when they get put on it and then all of a sudden it you have these thoughts and you're like this is not me it's honestly terrifying and if I can help someone realize okay this is not me I need to go speak to my doctor and change this before something drastic happens then that's that's why Again, we have these platforms so we're able to help other people. Exactly. And and it is very important to know, again, as somebody who's had medications that have led to very bad mm-hmm. responses, that that's mm-hmm. just not the right medication. There are other options. Exactly. Just because that and one like, didn't work doesn't mean the next one won't as well. Well, and like right now, I'm on um, a beta blocker, which for me... The only reason I knew that this was an option is because one of my nurse friends said, hey, this is what I'm on for my migraines. Maybe you should try it. And it is working a treat for me. So that's excellent. <laughs> I took a beta blocker, ended up in the hospital because it just about and I found out I was allergic yeah. to them. Is see? And that's uh, just like it's exactly the difference. Right. Everybody is so, so different, but you can't be scared mm-hmm. to try because there is exactly. the, right, the right concoction. Because like I've missed I've missed out on so much because of my migraines and it has actually put me in like when you have a chronic illness it does you do get depressed and there is you have major FOMO like I missed out on a few dinners with my grandparents and then my Nana passed because of the migraine so I've missed out on time with family members I've missed out on events things that it breaks my heart but like there's nothing I can do about it because it just happens so I'm just slowly trying to become migraine free if that can ever happen but right now I'm doing pretty good I'm got them down to usually if I don't have my meds I might have one or two bad ones a month where I'm literally like in capacity like I can't do anything um I still probably get two three four a week but because now I have my proper medications and stuff I'm able to hey this lasts an hour I'm okay now like all last week actually I had migraines and I was getting a you gotta not get scared and think they're gonna continue because we were in show week right like you can't like okay you have to relax the medicine's gonna work in an hour just go and I was good took all my meds and stuff so I was good all for last week so and we got through our first week of shows so <laughs> nailed it thank you for saying it is yeah. a, a chronic illness because it is I think migraines are, are heavily discounted as just oh it's a headache so thank you for yeah. saying that I I will yeah. I will um this is that point where you and I are ready to like <laughs> but I don't want my computer to to crash and lose everything yeah. But I do, and perhaps migraines, this was your, your opportunity for that. But I usually, at mm-hmm. the end of the show, try to give a few minutes for, you know, if you want to talk about a side hustle or a charity or, or anything at all, it doesn't have to be theater related. Again, if you just want to talk a little bit more about migraines and stuff like that, please continue. But we've got yeah, that <laughs> last We've got like, a little bit everywhere. Like, we're kind of like the ball of Christmas lights when you have to go <laughs> 
three, and then you're just spending, like, oh, this is my, my dad and I, it's always us, we're, like, untangling these lights, or, like, trying to find which ones are out for, like, hours, we're switching to LEDs, eventually, (laughs) (laughs) two new strands, (laughs) (laughs) but, yeah, I think right now, my nursing home, there's a store in the mall, but I can't remember which one it is, there, you can buy a teddy bear for one of our residents with your purchase, And I think that's honestly the cutest thing. I think I'm going to try to do that sometime this week because if I can get one of my my lovely elderly a nice teddy bear for Christmas, that'd be super cute. But I guess just into the Good Shepherd stuff as well. Anthony was one of my really good friends. So I like to try to continue to spread his message of continuing to do theater as well as helping others through food donations because he worked at the End of the Good Shepherd. I miss my buddy. We were actually... I said to Kristen uh, yesterday, um, they were mopping the stage yesterday morning, and uh, a cannon went off. And I'm like, you know who that was? <laughs> that was? That was Tony. He's watching you, and he's messing with you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, he's, he's making your life a little more complicated by putting confetti on a nicely mopped floor <laughs> for you to clean up. <laughs> Spoiler, there's confetti. Oh, whoopsie! <laughs> Um, I think that's a a lovely spot uh, to to finish the interview thank you so much I am so incredibly grateful that we uh, had this time together today it was really nice to chat with you and get to know you a little bit better I guess I didn't say at the start of the show we've actually never met in real life so this was our now we know each other real (laughs) yeah right like okay we know all the things Um, but yeah thank you so much for making the time and uh break all the legs the next couple days well i don't have legs till the end but oh okay (laughs) break all the pots (laughs) i don't know if we want to break the pot Uh, i guess chip 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 the pot pot. there we go okay we came up with chip all the pots all the pans everything (laughs) okay and enjoy your your rest for the next couple days thank you nap time Okay, kids, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Our next guest is Molly Cool. Can't wait. See you then.